if God did not exist, it would be necessary to invent him. That's a humdinger. That's right. We watched Easy Rider this week on the Movie Camp, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? 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 Welcome to this week's episode of The Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin. And as always, the uh, ne'er-do-well stoner hippie man to my right, Bryce Perkins. What's up, man? You have to stop doing that. What? What am I doing? The rubbing the mask on the microphone. Well, you can hear that? Yes. It oh, sounds like you're shit. in my ear. Oh, my bad. Like just nuzzling up on it. You it's, don't like... You don't like... Uh, I don't. It doesn't give you the, the tickles? No. No? ASMR? ASMR? Or AMSR? I'll kick your ASMR. Anyway, uh, Bryce, before we get into everything, we have a special guest this week. That's correct. Uh, it's a new friend of the show. Um, would you like you and know one better? Fa- you want, and already you fan him? favorite. Yeah, already fan favorite. Uh, Why don't you give him a little intro? You know, you oh, know him yes. better than me. Well, um, you go way back. Well, our um, our diehard fans will know him as lead guitarist and sometimes lead vocalist. From Jody Seabody in the Worlds, Mr. Dave Marriott uh, has joined us today. Um, and originally, we were going to have uh, uh, our good buddy Clint Raider on, uh, otherwise known as Denera Pell, because uh, his album was going to drop and he was going to promote his album. So, Dave, if you could uh, go, go ahead and promote uh, Clint's album for him uh, while, since you're here. Well, it just so happened that I have listened to some of the tracks on the album. They entertained me greatly on my last drive. Tight, so uh, it's definitely worth paying what you can for it, getting it how you can, and supporting Clint. All right. And that, yeah, and that album does drop, uh, should be dropping this week, if not next week or maybe last week, but it should be pretty close to this. And yes, I also have listened to a lot of it, or I've heard it all, and it's all very great. Uh, so yeah, stream that shit or buy it. So, All right. Yeah. Well, um, Dave, we're glad to have you here. I'm excited to get Thank into this movie me. with you. Uh, Bryce. Yeah. How's your week been? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's been okay. It's been okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't really, I can't, I don't, I don't think I can legally get into it right now. Uh, so yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe next week when uh, the muzzle of the uh, uh, the Jehovah's Wit- Witness Protection Program uh, is is uh, ripped from my uh, maybe when I'm unshackled by the chains of their lawyers, uh, I can talk more. But uh, as of right now, uh, I can't legally say anything. 
but you're still like a god or something oh i might yeah okay. i'm my own i'm pursuing so my own change okay. no no but i can't i'm tied up right now by certain things certain allegations and maybe some court proceedings in the near future i can't really talk about right now so i might i, I might need to be looking for a guest host well t no you won't because i know the truth all right and the truth will set me free that's something i came up with people the truth will set you free if you want more uh wisdom like that come join me follow me but again well, that's a uh, terribly I can't, exciting. I can't, I can't really get more into it than that. <laughs> All right, well, let's get so. into this movie then. Yeah. All right, um, so Easy Rider, nineteen sixty nine. This is a, an American classic. Yeah, Bryce. Um, well, before we get to you, uh, Dave, what is your history with this movie? Uh, like, have you seen it before? What did you know about it? Uh, you know, first of yeah. all, had you seen it before? Uh, like I said, I, I've never, this is the first time sitting down watching it whole, uh, it's one of my dad's favorite movies okay. and like what's, what is, was a classic that, you know, I would see my parents watch it, my dad watch it, my uncles, things like that. So anybody, you know, old guys who ride motorcycles, you always see a poster of easy rider in the garage somewhere. So I kind of grew up being familiar with it and the themes, but never actually watching it. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Uh, Bryce, what about you? Yeah, I'd never seen it. I knew that it was... I knew Jack Nicholson was in it. I don't really know who... Pe I, like, I didn't really know about Peter Fonda and, or who was the main character or any of that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the only thing I knew about this movie was that Jack Nicholson was in it and that it was like one of his first movies. Oh, okay. So you didn't... You really didn't know anything? No. No, not at all. All right. Uh, like truly had no idea what to expect other than um I knew we, motorcycles were a part of it and then there's the Easy Rider magazine uh that like you know my my family when I was a kid my mom and stepdad were got into motorcycles and so through there hanging out with their friends or whatever I'd see the Easy Rider magazine here and there mm -hmm. and so I thought that maybe that had something to do with the movie and motorcycles, you know. Other it, than that, yeah. no idea. Well, um, why? So, so why did this one like never? Why is this one that fell through your cracks, if you will? If, is there any particular uh, reason? I mean, there's no uh, digging. Probably just because it's an older movie. Yeah, you know, that's it, really. And my like, like yeah, like I don't know, Dave's dad. You know, I was watching all the time. I don't think it was a particular favorite of my dad's. My dad doesn't like Jack Nicholson. Really? Yeah, he's not a fan. Huh. Um, uh, so, I don't know why. I'll have to ask him. But uh, he says, like, he, I think to him, like how I am about Leo, that's how he is about Jack Nicholson. He thinks that he, like, is the same. Yeah. Well, and Jack Nicholson is very much the same he, you know, I've said it before. He he's one of those actors who makes the character him as the character, yeah. not turns himself into the character. Very, yeah. like and the opposite I, of a chameleon. I was noticing he was doing some like standard Jack Nicholson faces, like even early on. You this know was I mean? and this, this was movie. his first uh, big movie. Like this was the thing that blew him to stardom. Oh, really? Yeah. 
uh, before this, he was doing a lot of uh, smaller um, movies. He he worked with Roger Corman a lot. In fact, but right before this, the movie that kind of inspired this uh, was one with Peter Fonda uh, called The Trip. It's all about this uh, game show host guy taking acid, and uh, he wrote it. He wrote that. Peter movie. Fonda did? No. Oh, Jack, Jack Nicholson? Nicholson. Yeah. Oh, so there's they were friends. Yeah, there's they knew each other. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. But, uh, and actually, Bruce Dern was originally supposed to play the Jack Nicholson part. I don't know who that is. Laura Dern's dad? Yeah. For real? Yeah. In fact, we were just talking about Big Love. He was on Big Love. Bruce Dern is? Yeah. Who is that guy? Is that that old crotchety guy that always plays the old person? <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's fantastic. He, like, has a real evil face. Yeah, he's got an old man. Yeah, like he, was he in, looks angry all the time. Probably the last thing you saw him in was uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. What was he in that? He was the old crotchety man. Really? Yeah. At the, the Manson Ranch, you know? Oh. Anyway. Are you sure he wasn't playing He's not Bruce in this Lee? movie. So. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he wasn't. Was he in one of Quentin Tarantino's snuff films? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm just wondering. All right. Well, let's get, uh, let's get into it then, Bryce. Yeah. What... Uh, Oh, I just put my notes yeah. down. Just put me gotta, notes down. You got to get a uh, swig. We got all kinds hydrate. of acid and weed in here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a trip. We're going to go to Mardi Gras, Chaz. No, just me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just let you go there. I just let you sit out. there. Iced out. Come on, Chaz. <laughs> you know you're feeling this shit, dude. Um... So yeah, um, Dennis Hopper doesn't even look like Dennis Hopper in this movie. No, this is very, note. very young Dennis Hopper. Uh, very, uh, he directed this. Yeah. So, but this entire movie. So, like, one of the big things about this movie, like the stories, is that they did real drugs, uh -huh. like on set. Now they did smoke real marijuana, but as Peter Fonda says, they didn't have the budget for all the other real drugs. However, Dennis Hopper <laughs> was wildly on other drugs throughout the Reg entire yeah, shoot yeah, yeah. of this movie yeah. and was on his a, own. <laughs> a fucking disaster. For real? Uh, just a, a maniac. Everybody hated him. Uh, For real? Dennis Hopper, I mean, yeah, like... Um, Even Peter Fonda? Yeah, he tried aren't, to get him fired at some point. Aren't they friends? Yeah, Didn't they but, write it together? But... Well, okay, so there's a lot of uh, issues with the writing. So it was Peter Fonda's idea, all right. Um, but they didn't actually, oh, they didn't actually uh, write a full script. No, you're good. No, he was just he was actually just showing Surprise. people that haven't seen Easy Rider a lot of what you see. Easy <laughs> Rider, yeah. <laughs> so Some editing technique, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Um, so the idea came to Peter Fonda. Um, as like a modern day uh, cowboy movie, it was he saw a picture of him and Bruce Stern, like we were talking on motorcycles, and he was like, "I got this idea for a movie. It's like a modern day western." Fonda or Hopper? Sorry, uh, Fonda. Uh, I got yeah, the idea. Yeah. So then, but then there's another guy who wrote it um, as well. Uh, who's on? His name is uh, I forget. Hold on, uh, Terry Southern. Okay, but basically they didn't have a real script when they started shooting, and almost everything is ad libbed in right, this movie. Right, that could yeah, and um, and like you can kind of tell, yeah, it feels definitely. very natural. 
the shots seem ad libbed. You know, yeah, like so what they put in there. Yeah, so <laughs> one of the one of the things though is uh, that um, you know they didn't really have an idea of how they were going to shoot it or what they were doing. They were just kind of shooting as they went. Yeah, and like they started out hiring. So they had their DP and like they had their main crew, but they also hired just like different crew wherever they were, and they ended up stopping that because uh, Dennis Hopper kept fighting with these people like constantly For real? and yeah at one point rip torn was originally cast to play the jack nicholson character but uh rip torn said <laughs> so rip torn said that in a pre-production meeting um uh that dennis hopper pulled a knife on him and then hopper said no rip torn pulled a knife on me and he ended up suing rip torn for defamation and he won so they're oh, both. Wow. They both had. Oh Jesus <laughs> some, some issues, but drama he, central. Yeah, uh, uh, Hopper has said he goes. You know, I uh, my creative drug of choice was not marijuana, and it it showed <laughs> in my behavior. Back Hopper then. Hopper said that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> in later in later years. So, huh, but I mean, he and he was like out of his mind with stuff. He got in a fight uh, at one point. Let me. I, I wrote it down here. Um, uh, he he was super paranoid, and he got in a fight with the cameraman uh, over the footage. He wanted all the footage that they had shot while they were staying in the hotel or whatever, because he was like paranoid and thought that they were gonna take his movie away and all this stuff. Uh -huh. So he's like, I gotta have it. And the the cameraman finally got fucking pissed off and just threw it at him, and uh, they got in a fight and they knocked over some hotel room door where Peter Fonda was in. And he was banging two girls in there. Fonda uh, was? Yeah, Karen Black. It was the, the two girls from the movie. Oh, really? Karen Black, yeah. And um, and like uh, and Tony Basil. And uh, he goes, it didn't distract. Uh, Feisty's like, it didn't distract me long enough. I still threw a TV at Hopper. <laughs> like they were, it was just. In the middle yeah. of banging? Oh, yeah. It was, they, they. He was a disaster. That's why he wanted time. to get Hopper fired. He's like, yeah. dude, I was scoring with two chicks. Well, man. and then like Hopper was editing the whole movie it. himself, and every cut was anywhere between four to five hours long. Oh, Jesus. and so the producers, the producers like gave Hopper a, a trip to uh, some islands or whatever. Like, uh, either here, go take this trip. And while he was gone, they were like, we got to get this fucking thing edited. Because it's not really yeah, so they chopped it down to the length that it is while he was gone oh, And he was man, like probably for the better. Yeah, and he was pissed when he got back But then like it was done and he was he didn't care. yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, he was he was a mess uh, Wow, and it you know it shows he, he so is did he really direct it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow I mean or was it one of those things where he was so fucked up So someone had to step in and kind of be like no there was okay. no, there was nobody to step in. They were off on their own, yeah, basically. The whole yeah. the whole shoot was two. Uh, it was a camper that kept all the crew, uh -huh. and it was two big trucks. One that had like the equipment, and one that had the motorcycles. Yeah, and that was all that was there. And they would go from you know place, place, to, place to place between yeah. uh, California and uh, New Orleans. Wow. Where so like it was all shot pretty much on location. I know that the commune was actually in California because they couldn't get rights to shoot or permits to shoot in um wherever it said the commune was i think new mexico or something but yeah it was all oh. it was all very uh it was i mean there's no real plot to this movie no. it's two guys make a big score 
and they're like, mm-hmm. let's go to yeah. New Orleans. Then they get to New Orleans. They're like, let's go back. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. then they die. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, it's it is a a drug fueled uh binge. Although you know Peter Fonda's character seems pretty cool the whole time. Yeah, he's he's like the only level even killed. Well, I mean, I don't know. Dennis Hopper's character doesn't really change either. None of their characters really change. Well, and it makes it so. Like I said, it was uh, the idea was that it, they were you know it was like an old western cowboys just going from town to town. Yeah, that's why their names are Billy, Billy and, and Wyatt, Billy the Kid and oh. Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp, the more level headed Billy the Kid. Oh, his name was Wyatt. Yeah, he only says only it once. Him, I only it, heard him call him Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, they call yeah. him Captain America the whole time, except for the, the most famous of the I cowboys. Think the very last uh, campfire scene. There's a couple of scenes, you know, of them camping out, and at that point, Billy says Wyatt. He calls him Wyatt. Oh, but you know, yeah. Wyatt Earp is the the lawman of the West, and Billy the Kid is the who is, who is Wyatt Earp? What is it? Where have I heard that name before? Are you fucking he just told you. He just told you. <laughs> Not only did I just tell you, but it's Tombstone. Yeah, no, I'm just playing. God, I, I can't. I find it. Go ahead. I find it funny, like uh, you know, I know it's a small amount of gear to have, you know, for a movie, but still, I find it funny that they have that much stuff and still yeah. drugs weren't in the budget. Like, yeah, that was. You know, uh, that, was <laughs> like, yeah. that seems like an excuse, especially yeah. at that time uh, in the late '60s. Yeah, and the, you can afford yeah. that much of camera equipment. Well, the budget was only uh, three hundred sixty thousand dollars, which is oh wow, real low even for back then. And this is one of the one of those movies that started the like the directors owning their own thing and and studios putting more money behind uh, uh, directors' visions and stuff. It was like this and The Graduate. Uh, and then you get all the all the seventies where Scorsese really takes off, and that's where Spielberg started, and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, Spielberg did more studio friendly movies, but you know, Scorsese with his like grittiness and uh, Kubrick, mm. you know, stuff like that. And this is one of the movies that started that. This is also a movie that started. It's one of the first movies ever to use pre existing music for its soundtrack. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like that's an everyday thing now, but right. back then. That okay, that's what I was gonna say. Because yeah, like parts of it when they were like, especially when "Born to Be Wild" came on, it kind of felt like a proto m- music video or something. Because yeah. there wasn't much dialogue going on, and we didn't really know much about the characters, so it just seemed like a music video of dudes riding <laughs> on a motorcycle, you yeah. know. And well, and the you know, the whole thing with the them getting like scoring the coke and coming across the border it was originally yeah. written fonda had written it that they were uh getting weed and bring it over then they were like you you can't make that kind of money with weed yeah not on a motorcycle they're like you're gonna have to he's like well i don't want he's like what can we do? he's like i don't want to fuck with heroin so i was like well then coke yeah that's, that's we'll the one in the do. middle yeah yeah <laughs> so, he's just like yeah we'll just put a bunch of weed in our gas tank and come across yeah, yeah. that's like 10 bucks yeah, yeah exactly like, yeah. like mexico ditch they, weed but imagine if they did still do it like that and they were that stoked about scoring a hundred dollars like yeah man we did it a hundred fucking oh. bucks man which back then you know that could stretch a while yeah i suppose not, um, not, not like that that that, that um that uh, one guy, that uh, hippie commune guy, that guy was a douche. 
the guy they pick up yeah yeah i didn't like his like attitude like it's like man they picked you up and then then uh just because they took you to your commune with all your buddies and then just because you're there you start acting like you're the shit fuck you you know what i mean like he started acting like he was like their god or something i would have been like man but I was I was on uh I was on Billy's side with that one. I want to go back like, to please the please take me out of here. I want to go back to the coke deal real quick though. Yeah. Uh, did you recognize the uh, their connection, their Mexican connection? That uh, the person who played that guy was uh, Bill Spector. Yeah. What? Yeah. The dude with the yellow glasses. Yeah. 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 That, oh, the guy they sold it to. Yeah. Oh, that was Phil Spector, wasn't it? Yeah. Holy shit. I did not catch that at all. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, good for him. But yeah, no, you're right. The, that hippie. What a, I thought what, you were talking about the Mexican guy they bought no, from. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that, that was not Felipe Spector. Felipe, Felipe Spector. Spector. <laughs> uh, he's like, hey, man, this cocaine got mass reverb, way. <laughs> what? That's funny. <laughs> No, man, I give you a wall of cocaine, man. Yeah. <laughs> Chase, you don't get that one. It's we got to do a music gap uh, one for you to get that riff. I mean, most of what I know about Phil Spector, I know from uh, Al Pacino playing him in the Oh, HBO my God, movie. that's such a weird oh, casting. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> it's a weird casting. It's yeah, good, yeah. though. I, I Was it good? It. I didn't yeah. watch it. Did you watch that, Dave? Uh, I haven't, I haven't like, watched yeah, it a little bit. I've it. seen that, yeah. It looks like Rod Stewart in like the picture of it. It doesn't even look like Phil yeah. Spector. It looks like Al Pacino is Rod Stewart yeah. in a Phil Spector uh, Phil biopic. <laughs> so, awesome. um, but uh, before, so yeah, talking about the music and everything, the music actually was the 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 cost of the rights for the music was a million dollars. So it was four times the budget almost. Oh wait. Was Born to Be Wild already a hit before this came out, or did this yeah. movie kind of make that song help make that song a hit? I mean, I you know I bet it it didn't hurt, but okay that that song was written well Dave, before that 69. was that's Steppenwolf, right? Yes, Steppenwolf. Yeah, oh, but see, I thought that the Magic Carpet Ride song was going to be in this movie, no. and it wasn't. No. no, they played that one fucking Crosby, Stills, and Nash, or whoever that was. Well, and weird ass, yeah, twenty <laughs> yeah. fucking times. Crosby, Stills, yeah. and Nash was originally supposed to do the entire soundtrack. Oh. They were going to score it. They were going to do everything, <clears throat> and um, partially because the uh, characters of Wyatt and Billy were based on um, uh, Crosby and. Um, uh, one of the other guys. I forget. I ever read Neil Young. Find it. No, well, not Neil Young. But um, they um, so they were going to do the, the soundtrack, but Dennis Hopper coked out on drugs of all sorts. Everything <laughs> got fucking pissed off and like called him up in the middle of the night and uh, started screaming at him and saying that bands that drove around in limos like they did and everything couldn't comprehend the film. And uh, uh, and he locked him out of the studio, and he he yelled at him. He goes, "If you guys try to get into the studio again, I may have to cause you some bodily harm." Wow! And so, like they they were like, "Yeah, we don't we don't need to do this." <laughs> he's in love, man. Jesus yeah, yet, yet he's a filmmaker pretending to be a biker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, aren't you doing the same thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they Dude. so they did write uh, the song "Find the Cost of Freedom." 
for the movie, and uh, they didn't end up using it in the movie. Oh, but that is one still that still put it out. Or yeah, it's a B side. Uh, it's a B side to Ohio. Oh, Ohio. was it? Wow. Yeah. Apparently, they they use it in their concert, close out their concerts with it a lot. Oh, really? They did. Yeah. I've never really gotten into Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but I love Neil Young. So, but I haven't even listened to the shit that Neil Young did with them. So, yeah. I don't really know anything about that. But that is interesting. I don't even know how that song goes. The uh, the use of those songs uh, really kind of creates like being a person that shared many hours driving with Bryce. You know, it really creates that mood. Just those kind of deadpan out the window shots and yeah, yeah. listening to a full song. Oh, yeah, hell it's yeah. it's definitely a big time. It's definitely like the epic road trip movie like yeah, what a yeah, road it feels trip really like that. is yeah and and speaking of that dave you just mentioned we've spent a lot of time on the road together fucking like weren't those shots of just like the land while they were driving wasn't that just fucking or when uh, they were like standing staring yeah out, it, like reminds me of places that we pulled over stop yeah. and just been like damn hell yeah no, i don't know if i'm gonna see this again but this is cool like, let's yeah. keep going you know especially with like how awesome the skies were and everything yeah um yeah that really that shit I really loved. Well, and that's and one of the things about it was the guy, uh, their editor, um, was using all this music while he was editing all the like the road trip stuff and all the motorcycle footage or whatever. He was listening to this music and kind of editing it to that. Oh, so by the time yeah. they were going to get the other music, everybody was attached to this and it looked so good yeah, with these with songs that, yeah. that oh, nice. they were like, Let's just get the rights to these songs. And, yeah, you know, and you can tell, man. I mean, yeah, you can tell that he he was matching feelings, like yeah. feeling between the mediums and stuff. And at the time yeah. that at the time that this movie came out, those uh, you know filmmakers and everything were shitting all over this movie for those shots because there's like a lot of lens flare. Yeah, there is like a lot of effects. I thought J.J. Abrams was yeah. directing it. <laughs> yeah, like cinematographers are like, don't ever do that. Yeah, sure. They're like, sure. but it looks cool. But it looked right. Like, it, fit. Looked, yeah. it has the right feel. So it it's has, one of those yeah. when you know the rules, you can break them. Right. If you do it right. Right. It reminded me a lot of like B movies and stuff that are just you know like original. Like I don't know how to edit from this scene to this scene. We'll try this. And it's one that it just worked. Like you could tell a lot of the techniques were just like on the fly. Yeah. And it, you know, and it worked for the good way rather than there's some that, you know, yeah, don't especially work. that, that one, that chop edit that they used yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah. Well, in, in the yeah. original cut, there was a ton of that stuff. Yeah. Like Hopper was getting real into flashbacks, flash forwards, uh-huh. and like parallel stuff, which also, if you ever watch uh, The Trip, the, mm-hmm. the movie I was talking about, they do a lot of. A lot of stuff like that is specifically the the acid scene in in this one. The, mm-hmm. the trip has a lot of that. Kind oh, of, right. Like yeah, editing. Yeah. And um, but, uh, you know, it just made no sense. And it was four hours long. So, yeah, there's still a couple of things, you know, done. I know that at one point, um, you know, uh, uh, Fonda is dreaming and he sees the crash that happens at the end. Yeah. And then um, he's like having a daydream. Yeah. And it does that chop thing. Yeah, that but, was neat. But yeah, you're right with the, you know, it feels like those those B movies or the Grindhouse movies. I like to watch those every so like often. The snuff films. Not not stuff yeah. films. There's, yeah. there's a difference. <laughs> films, yeah. A big difference. But uh, it's funny when Same you watch those. Styles. Like A lot of them are unwatchable. But sometimes you'll watch them and there's so much 
interesting stuff going on with the way they frame things or shoot things that makes no sense in the movie because they didn't know what they were doing or why it looks cool. They were just like, turn the camera on, turn the camera off. But like, uh-huh. if you see it, you're like, wow, that looks interesting. If I used it to mean something yeah. in a real movie that I knew how I was making yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, th- so there's a lot of cool that that one like that. chop this edit movie, it looks like they they meant to do it even if they no didn't. yeah definitely but you could tell you could kind of tell that uh like the first time they do that chop edit where it like sh- flashes to the next scene then back then next and back and then finally to the next scene the first time they did it i was like whoa that's fucking like really neat and then they did it again <laughs> yeah. and then they did it again and then they by the fourth time i was like okay someone found a new toy yeah. you know yeah. and they're having a blast but then they used it for when they were getting beat up, yeah, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, because it was like, what the fuck is going on?" Uh, In certain scenes, it was perfect. In yeah. other scenes, it was like, "What?" Out of the blue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very, it's a so, very weird thing. It reminds me. Uh, so uh, ultimately, I, used, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, when I when I first started uh, like fucking around with making movies and stuff, I was doing it with, with a friend of mine, Jordan, and uh, we edited our first video together, like our first little short film, and we didn't realize that you know you could just cut to another scene so we were, right. we were working i think it was final cut at the time and uh we were like <laughs> halfway through the thing it's like a 15 minute like movie or whatever and halfway through it i was like why are we dissolving and pushing to everything i was like yeah. why does this look so fake yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was like scenes over dissolve yeah, scenes yeah. over swipe <laughs> right. like, or don't yeah. do that just cut to just it cut, yeah, but like cut. this i do love that that choppy cut like right. they do well plus back then those edits weren't weren't software or digital yeah, right? yeah. you're, you're literally like cutting physically film. do this yeah shit. yeah um, there's one there's one scene where i mean they're in the woods and it's just like a series of shots and it reminded me of like what you would do when you first pick up a video camera yeah. it was like zoom oh. zoom in on a leaf there's a rock look at yeah. the trees yeah. like you know <laughs> It was like exactly yeah. what you do, like zoom yeah. in, look around you. Yeah, was, hell yeah! But it, it worked. It was one of those shots where, like, if it was in a terrible movie, it'd be a shot that would be just hilarious and out of place. But having those in like a, such a great movie, it, like you know, added a little bit of like I don't know, fun at least in yeah. the editing and stuff. You know, yeah, lightheartedness, definitely. And and it and it being like an older movie, being or or I mean, um, it coming from. 1969. I don't know, like nine, dude. 69, dude. Um, <laughs> what what were popular movies back then? Was it uh, it's like things like Planet of the Apes and shit, right? Well, um, let me see what uh came out. What other came out in 69? I know that this was like one of the top four movies of 69. Of 69, yeah. But let's. But you see. can tell, like what you were saying earlier, that was a time where you know, like money was more like freely pushed around in the music industry as well as the cinema industry. Okay. You got an idea. I, I don't know who you are, but we'll take a chance. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, you know, yeah, sometimes exactly. for wins, sometimes for losses, but right. rather than we know what the product needs to be, there's yeah. a little bit more, Hey, we'll back you. Hopefully your vision works. Exactly. Yeah. And especially when like no one really, well, I guess Peter Fonda was a, was a star by this point. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. And I have the was top, Dennis Hopper. I have the top ten. Uh, no, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, he, Jack Nicholson. He'd been wasn't. around though. I mean, by the time he died, he had over two hundred credits. Yeah. Dennis Hopper. Right. He was, right. He was acting all the time, and it was constant. Right. You know. Right. Uh, in fact, my uh, when I went to Texas State, uh, the 
like the head of the theater department or he was on his way out of being the head of the theater department or whatever he uh taught a film class like intro to film and uh and this was a movie he talked about and he met dennis hopper he had met him mm-hmm. um and he was like talking to him about movies and everything like that he goes oh in this movie that you were in and dennis hopper stopped and he goes I- i'm sorry i gotta stop you're gonna have to remind me what that was about because there's a lot of blanks here <laughs> he's like wow. i don't remember yeah because he did a lot of drugs right right so. it's like ever since easy rider man I, uh... all right so to answer your questions uh easy rider i was right it was the uh, fourth highest grossing film of 69 gotcha uh the number one was butch cassidy and the sundance kid uh the number two was the love bug okay yeah herbie you know um, butch cassidy we need to do uh midnight cowboy was number oh, three and that's another that? one of those ones that uh, with easy rider yeah it's another one of those ones that pushes the uh boundaries the director yeah the format <laughs> uh hello dolly was five uh i've never heard of bod Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. That's the name of the movie? Yeah. Tight. We need uh, to do that movie. Yeah. It's about four people. It says... Uh, oh, it's the prequel. Natalie Wood, Elliot Gould. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, 1969 comedy. Uh, and then... It's the prequel to What About Bob, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because by the end of it, you you, just, you find out what happens to Mary Alice. <laughs> you know, oh, Bob. we have a what about Bob? Uh, and then uh, paint your wagon and True Grit, Cactus Flower, oh, wow. Goodbye Columbus. So a lot of a lot of uh, uh, not country uh, westerns, westerns, yeah. westerns, and then uh, you know musical in there. So I mean, I so, feel like this movie was like one of those ones that had to happen. Uh, it was. I think it was part of the pantheon of movies that started com- popping up around that time that really sort of changed. Yeah. Well, and all of those movies game. are real. Like other than Midnight Cowboy, I mean, they're like clean movie star movies. Right. This is such a. I mean, the whole thing about this movie and the reason that it speaks to people, and, and you know, is the use of the music and the counterculture and these guys are hippies and like they're not bad guys. Yeah. They don't ever do anything bad. Um. That I could really think of, yeah. Other than drugs, but like, I was good. Was gonna ask, do you know when this was like when they started writing and stuff? Was it a very quick movie from writing? Because, yeah. like you said, it's so indicative of that year. Yeah, know, they. Uh, I know that it oh, was yeah. filmed in seventy eight. So, uh, what? like they sixty eight. Uh, yeah, sixty eight. <laughs> it was filmed. <laughs> That's yeah. how they did it. Man. It's the cut. It's the cut. It's all. It. Yeah. The whole movie is a flashback. Yeah. No, it was filmed in uh in sixty eight and I think some late uh uh sixty seven, but um it was mainly you know sixty eight. I mean they got it right out because you know Peter Fonda was hot. Uh, it, like it was. It was what just, was in Fonda in? What was Fonda in before this one though? Um, before this, let's see. Uh, he also died this is, a year ago. This is oh yeah, so this actually coincides. Yeah, we kind of did that on accident. But. Yeah. Also, what, what happened on accident uh, was the um, last. So Peter Fonda died last year on August sixteenth, and uh, the UK channel Movies for Men uh, was screening uh, this movie with an introduction with from uh, Quentin Tarantino and Kim Morgan the day uh, yeah he died that day and then the next day it was announced that he died so on the 16th the day he died they like screened this big film oh this oh, movie shit. and then he was dead right oh, after wow. it. so pretty crazy 
Yeah, damn. Um, but uh, let's see here. Before this movie, uh, let's see. Because I mean, I, I will. S- I have I, not. I seen- realize this is the first Peter Fonda movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it's. I and I didn't even really know what he looked like before I watched this movie. <laughs> it's kind of like how it was with Charles Bronson when we did Scott. Yeah, Scott's podcast. Which check that out, Scott White. Yeah, uh, that just came out. The bird. The birth on the birth Reynolds it's called the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson <laughs> podcast. So check that out. Um, <laughs> the birth Reynolds is that what you said? Yeah, on accident. Um, I've not seen a a lot of uh, Peter Fonda's movies. I'm looking through here. I don't really know any of these. Uh, oh, he did a lot of TV series. It looks like before this. So this might have been like his first big movie. Is he I mean, the guy he was that was in the in trip? That movie I said that. with um. I keep getting him confused with who was the dude that was in that movie um Cannonball Run that's that's a big one No not Cannonball Run <laughs> Who's the dude that was in that movie with Katherine Hepburn about going to Africa or the river No not Bridge of River Jewel Park. of the Nile No It's Katherine Hepburn and some other yeah. guy Um Is it Peter Fonda or something with Fonda I know it's uh No that's um um, hold on, I'm still looking at all these things that he's done. Uh, I don't. Uh, no, that's uh, maybe it is uh, Jewel of the Nile. Yeah, it is. It's or the African it's like Queen. Of, no, it was, oh, the African, African Queen. Queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is. Isn't that Bogart? Well, I don't know. There's some. Okay, who's the guy? Peter Fonda. Dave. Dave said I've got time for this. Shit. Yeah. Uh, who's the guy? I don't know. Forget yeah. it. Um, it's not this movie. It, uh, Humphrey Bogart was the African Queen. I know that. All right. Um, but no, I, yeah. I, I'm not I guess familiar. I don't know anything. This Peter is Fonda all I really from. know Peter Fonda from. Okay. I mean, I know the name and I know that he was. So he big, was big but this time not, counterculture then. Yeah, uh, but he also was like, you know, this really cool guy like i mean yeah. he was in a bunch of like cool movies that i just haven't seen because they haven't held up as timeless like as this well, one. i'm just saying I'm, I'm surprised he he's such a counter culture figure because i like his name doesn't kind of ring that kind of a bell to me just because I, I had no idea who he really was other yeah. than the name peter fonda i'd assume that he was like only doing this movie just as a gig. I didn't realize that no, it was he, kind of something he was yeah, this was his, like a part this was of thing. or that he loved yeah. doing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. That's really cool. I was a little let down that I didn't see uh, Jack Nicholson riding his own motorcycle. I, I thought Jack Nicholson was, before I watched this movie, I thought he was like a bad guy oh. on a bike and <laughs> no, like was going to fight a, them or something. He's like and a little lawyer. Yeah, instead yeah. he's just this like, you know, drunk guy that yeah. wants to just have a good time. <laughs> yeah, and has that little tick. Uh, he uh, he did that. He ad libbed that. That, that. that was, was his, so yeah, weird. His, that was crazy. Yeah, that was his his addition to the script. That was great. I didn't know he was in the movie before watching it. Like I, I Jack Nicholson was never a part of like what I thought I knew about the movie. Oh wow! You know, yeah. So that goes into like when I watched it, it was like oh man. I didn't know much at all about this movie. Well, right. then, you know, famously that scene where uh, they're getting stoned and he, he tries the joint yeah. for the first time. You uh, mean marijuana? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that was, that was a good Jack. 
uh, he... You're pretty um, mean Jack there, Dave. So they were smoking real marijuana, uh, and according to Jack Nicholson, they did uh, 155 real joints while... <laughs> while doing that scene doing that scene and like the whole point was that dennis hopper wanted to get jack nicholson just beyond fucked up just to see what would happen and uh-huh. uh, because he had that whole monologue where he had to like lay yeah. and look at the stars and everything yeah, and, yeah, yeah and talk and they couldn't fuck him up he said it right every single time wow the only thing that he did was there was a couple Bro. of times where he laughed too hard yeah, and it yeah, would yeah. you know but and those were unscripted. The laughs would come at different spots, but he never messed up his lines. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> Dennis was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, um, I was gonna say like he did a really good job of switching from acting drunk to acting stoned, but I guess he wasn't acting. <laughs> he wasn't acting stoned. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he's a uh, method actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that explains that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, he uh, yeah, he's so funny in this movie. Like he's just such a good. He's great, man. Yeah, what yeah. A, I mean, I guess I was pleasantly surprised that he was a, this nice, happy-go-lucky dude. It was kind of refreshing seeing Jack Nicholson not play some like <laughs> fucked-up bad guy, weird yeah. guy. But uh, but I thought there would be some shots of him looking cool as fuck on a fucking chopper, and instead he's wearing a fucking you know radio helmet and. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the football jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just kind of goofy and shit. But I mean, it was, it was, it's, I, I liked his character a lot. That fucking scene, man. When, so that, that, those scenes, let's go ahead and get into those like heavier scenes. Okay. The, the one, the big climactic one where they, you know, die at the hands of redneck hillbillies. The inch or the. Man, dude, t- t- that was so. Cr- did, were those. Like actual local townspeople. Yes. That they hired? Okay. okay. So here's the deal. Say, there dude. were uh, first off the the ones in the like in the diner. Yeah. In those diner scenes that were making fun of them and everything. They were supposed to cast like some people in L.A. that to play them or whatever. Uh-huh. And while they were out there, Hopper was like, "Fuck that! These yeah. guys like you heard them making fun of them when they came up. Really? He's like, this is it." Yeah, we're gonna use them, and then they liked it so much that so the end of the movie was they were uh, gonna go off by a boat, and they were like they were gonna win, like they were gonna go sail off and live oh, in Mexico shit. somewhere. Oh, okay. And while filming this and getting the reactions that they got going into these towns, uh-huh. with the, you know, the hippie and the long hair and uh, all that kind of stuff, they were like, let's fucking have them get killed. Yeah. And uh, the two guys in the pickup truck were just two guys that wow. had a pickup truck that were wow. yeah not not actors i was gonna say that one guy especially in the diner mm-hmm. uh, the one guy that they showed the most with the fucked up weird looking eyeball and the messed up teeth and shit yeah um i was when i was watching it i was like give this guy the oscar if this is a dude from la you know nope. what i mean like <laughs> no fucking way this guy is from L.A. This is a fucking down-home Alabama fucking hick right yeah, here. Yeah, 100% real. And so that makes a lot more sense. But it, dude, good on Hopper for recognizing that because that shit felt like, like watching it was like, oh, yeah, like that's what it is. Like if someone from another country would be like, man, do they really got hicks like that? I would just point them to that <laughs> fucking scene and be like, that's what the fuck yeah. is still is kind of like in some places. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, uh, probably a lot easier on the budget as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. to fly some some yeah. actor out. We'll pay you an exposure, <laughs> no, man. Your no, uh, <laughs> no makeup required. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't want any of the weed either, so that that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. you know, they didn't have yeah. to share. <laughs> well, no, and, I'll use my own truck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so, like, to get them all hyped up and everything when they were shooting the the taunting scene, uh, Hopper. Peter Fonda apparently didn't know about this, but like Hopper was directing the people in the diner or whatever. He's like, so here's what you need to know. Our characters, you know, him and uh, George and uh, uh, Captain America, he's like, our characters just like raped and killed a girl out, outside of town. So like, y'all don't know that, but like, that's how bad our guys are. So, you know, use that in the scene. So that's why. Oh, you know, wow. So like all that like built in hate, like that's what he wanted them to have even though these people oh, aren't that right like, right so right, right, right. all those people just assuming and not even assuming knowing yeah that these people are right, trash right, right. is what he wanted to Dude, get they, did, it a, they did a great job of acting yeah. too like look at a yeah. i mean they were just being themselves but like they didn't seem shy on camera or anything or or like the moment was too big for them or yeah anything. and you know this is they seem pretty at home you take that for for granted now like everybody is pretty used to being on camera uh -huh, yeah, yeah i yeah. notice it a lot watching uh well, i watch a lot of game shows because i've pretty much run out of things to watch <laughs> but right. you know you watch a lot of game shows from like today and then you go back to like the old like 1970s match game and the the regular contestants like on today's game shows are like already oh, and like they're, yeah. they're very you know yeah. they're they're used to being in camera yeah. they're comfortable and then you go back to like the 1970s match game and they're they're like all yeah. like really like, tight and really shy and they're just like oh yeah like yeah. super nervous yeah, yeah, yeah you don't get that as much anymore right. so the right. fact that these people were like normal yeah they did like great. it didn't it didn't feel like actors and right. they weren't but it's right. yeah it's yeah yeah. Uh, well, that's really cool. I mean, that's cool that they had that they needed, you know, because like, like, yeah, that, you know, I don't know. I guess I guess hippies and shit got made fun of back then because it was such a new not not like new in this grand scheme of things, but new for our society yeah. or whatever at the time. Well, there um, was a there was a norm and you went to it. You stuck. Right. There. Especially not, in small as towns. much as there is a norm now, there's no. Well, like well, one that everyone must stick not, to. Not, not a, like like now a kid in Alabama can go online and see different shit. Back then it was, especially in a small town, it was like, no, this is what it is, and there's nothing different. Yeah. And if you see something different, they're weird, and you laugh at them. But like it's it was it's nice to hear that they needed like extra motivation of of imagining that they really were bad people, other than just because like I mean they would make fun of them in real life probably, but they probably wouldn't actually try to beat them up but of course in some towns they probably would I don't yeah know. If, in fact um, it was just it peter just, fonda yeah uh before like for two or three weeks before the filming started so he made that jacket you know and he had all oh, those leathers right. and everything and to get the leathers to look worn in he would just drive around for hours a, a day for like two or three weeks just around la and he constantly was getting pulled over by police right because yeah. he had the american LA, flag huh? bike and like just this like which that just the, the American flag on yeah. that tank and the American flag on his back, and he's on a motorcycle. Yeah, it was like so insulting to like. Really, America. they thought it was yeah. degrading to the American flag. Yeah, because you know, uh, trash people. You know, oh, like, sure. You know, yeah, outlaws yeah. ride motorcycles, yeah. and and you now know. you put uh, the you put American flag prints on your paper plates during Fourth of July and yeah. throw them in the trash. There's nothing degrading about that at all, huh? 
now the uh but that uh the jacket that he wore sold for auction in 2007 you want to have take a guess for how much that jacket went for what? 20 million eight no not quite Eighty nine thousand. <laughs> Eighty-nine thousand dollars. Eighty-nine thousand million. Eighty-nine thousand more million. than 20, dude. <laughs> you were way off, Dave. But uh, yeah. yeah, and there's wow. no none of the motorcycles uh, survived. You know, they they blew one up, and then wow. uh, what? They blew up the real one. Yeah, and the one of the guys, uh, Dan. Uh, Didn't you see the end? Did well, we yeah. just spoil it? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> use a fake, use a different one. Well, they had yeah. four. And yeah. that one got trashed, and then oh, uh, what, the guy who was in charge of the bikes, he actually took that one and rebuilt it, and it's still around. Oh. Uh, the other three were stolen from set, <laughs> and it's and like they've never <laughs> they've never been recovered. And it, it was Dennis like, Hopper. It's a hundred percent like yeah, just, no, because they, they had a they had a rap party, uh, and at the rap parties when they realized all of the bikes had been stolen, and they also realized they didn't have the last. Uh, that last campfire scene filmed uh -huh. so when you watch the campfire scene that's why there's no bikes in the background because they had already been stolen oh and that's what peter fonda meant by we blew it <laughs> <laughs> we sold the bikes too soon no they didn't sell them they got stolen oh, they got stolen yeah. yeah they got stolen and uh you know the you know people are like well uh, maybe they'll resurface or whatever and they're like no those things got like chopped and screwed like real fast they, they didn't screwed. make it yeah they got uh, they got uh, uh, the what that means. Uh oh. The yeah, hillbillies. Man, they paid in beer. Oh, yeah. Dave can't hear the beer. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dave, I got a soundboard on my shit, but it's not hooked uh, up into your sound. So you couldn't hear what I was uh, just playing there. I keep nice. forgetting that. Who found out at the rap party that we Come still have a scene? to shoot <laughs> like, that's gonna be an odd yeah like, hopper and fonda oh, were like oh fuck we didn't do it we didn't uh, shoot we already that. destroyed everything uh, <laughs> it's probably one of those things like this is why we should really have a director who's not blown out of his mind <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's awesome he was going uh, through a tough time back then was he that's what he said oh that's what he said yeah um um but yeah that that um so the two like big you know, I don't know, I guess like downer scenes, but like the climactic scene or the climax scene and the end where they get jumped by those hicks uh, just out of nowhere, man. And it's, man, they and they just had had such a peaceful night and then yeah. they get held down, uh, muzzled and just beaten with baseball bats and then George doesn't make it. His name was George. Yeah. Not Greg. Or was it Greg? Whatever. No, it was George. George doesn't make it. Uh, and then like you're just like fuck man like that shit and I and this is why I think it was a good idea that they decided to have them die in the end is because those those two moments in particular um, like brought all of the the other stuff like uh, the the free flowing like I'm just living and experiencing having like real shit happen yeah. like negative shit like oh shit this is the other side of living free and dying hard and shit if you live free you die hard there you all go. right uh and like having that really reigns everything in and makes the whole movie that much like makes it a really really good movie rather than just like an experimental film i felt like it like took it to another level because i was enjoying myself being like oh yeah you know i'm i can watch this and have feel like i'm living free on the road with these guys and this was American life at one point or whatever and anyone can do this, it's great. But then having something like that happen, you're just like, oh man, there's consequences too. 
fuck? You know, now you're getting a full spectrum. Yeah, you know? that, I mean that those consequences are the only thing that keeps me from buying a low rider and going out. Low rider, <laughs> low rider bike. <laughs> moving to East LA. Yeah, just going across country. <laughs> it's not the. It's not just the idea of me like going somewhere to buy leathers. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. I'd be like, I can't get that far. I was like, I need to go buy some leathers. Yeah. Yeah, try to find a uh yeah I a helmet that just fits my head sitting around one day being like yeah yeah you know what <laughs> i'm gonna go buy a bunch of leather shit real quick yeah. and ride bikes now i'm a biker now i need to get a motorcycle that has some bluetooth so i can listen to my podcasts as i drive <laughs> uh yeah i could see you hopping on one and and then like turning it on and just being like do you have anything that's not as loud? <laughs> you got anything quieter? I can't. <laughs> Is it always this loud? I'm having a hard time hearing Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, Scott White. That's the only podcast Chase and I listen to. Scott <laughs> yep. White's podcast. He's got two. Um, he's got two of them. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that's like kind of my. And then, you know, the acid scene is one of the more accurate. You could tell they've actually done the drugs before. Yeah. You know, I mean, like. You know, How do you have you, that much money for that much weed, but you don't have money for acid? You got <laughs> money for that much weed. Yeah. You got money for acid. Especially in the 60s. Like, I, mean, I got a feeling Hopper was... He was on... Did his own, yeah, did yeah. his own, probably. They were all... I mean, they were all just beyond... Well, at, least, at least Hopper, they were just beyond messed up that whole time. But uh, the acid scene, you know, they actually filmed in that uh, Catholic cemetery... They did not have permission, and yeah. uh, ever since then, they're like, "You can't do that." Because, <laughs> like, uh, I know that uh, interview with a interview shit. with a vampire, like, was supposed to take place. Like, it it was written in the book and everything to take place in that cemetery. Uh-huh. And they're like, "You no, we're never letting that happen again." Wait, so when you're reading the book, you're like reading it, and they're like, and then uh, they they arrived at the cemetery. You know, the one that was in Easy, <laughs> Easy Rider. Rider during yeah. the- like, how do you know it was supposed to no, be that it's because cemetery? It's, it, it's, it's the one that they filmed it at. It's in New Orleans. It's the... Oh. Yeah, it's like a famous gotcha. cemetery. Oh, I see. But um, the the uh, Hopper... So, Peter Fonda, his mom uh, committed suicide when he was 10 years old. And uh, Hopper made him, uh, like, have that conversation with the Statue of Mary as though he was having a conversation with his real dead mother about like committing suicide. That was Fonda and doing that. Yeah. Oh. Peter Fonda's mother. Did I say that right? Oh. But oh, I thought you said Hopper's Hopper. Mom, Hopper's but. the one who made it Fonda do that. Oh. Because Fonda fuck. didn't want to. And uh, the but that scene uh, is what Fonda used uh, after to get Bob Dylan to allow them to use the the cover of It's All Right, Ma. He's like, I need to hear those words. Oh, fuck. That song is about uh, suicide, mother's suicide. Wait, there was a Bob Dylan song in this movie? Oh, it was a cover of a Bob Dylan song. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's um, I forget who oh, did the cover Oh, of it, it must have been that one at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one where I was like, oh, wow, this guy's ripping the fuck off of Bob Dylan. <laughs> <I didn't realize laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was it a straight up cover. Song. Oh, that's funny. Now, this is uh, one of those... Well, this is a movie that is one of the reasons uh, the term bogarting now doesn't mean what it was originally meant to mean. Because, you know, in the song, 
Yeah, don't bogart yeah. my joint. Yeah, brother. So or what is what does bogarting mean? You're hogging it. Okay, so, that's what it right? now means, but that's not what it meant. It meant that you um, smoked it like it means that you got it all the end all wet. Because oh. Humphrey Bogart, it comes from it comes from the way Humphrey Bogart used would, to smoke his cigarettes. Yeah. Would slob like, on his. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> like, I mean, it, if you watch a Humphrey Bogart movie, his the cigarette what? is like halfway in his mouth. Yeah, oh. <laughs> what? I mean, he like he like really like oh. just gets them all slobbery. Gross. So that's why it's called Bogarting. Oh. because Humphrey Bogart would you know oh, get the ends of that's his cigarettes funny. all nasty. So that's yeah. why that's why in the song is like don't Bogart that joint. Oh, you know. Because you're gonna pass it to me, I don't want your slobber. Oh. But it comes off if you don't know right. Humphrey Bogart. It then comes you're just off thinking, as like, yeah, hey man, you're hogging it. Yeah, and then you know, in the scene, they talk about you know, don't ho- hog it, you know. So like, it's it's all jumbled now. Yeah, and that's like now that's goes. what it means. It means don't hog it. Yeah, but that's not what it meant at right. the time when they were writing that song. But I just thought I've always thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, the lexicon, how it's always yep. con- constantly changing based on different interpretations from different in- perspectives, and we are all one. Yeah, you know? <laughs> are you on I liked, uh, I liked the use of If Six Was Nine, the Jimi Hendrix yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Using oh, yeah. more of like a, not not a B-side Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. but I mean, you rarely will a hear that. Yeah, you yeah, know, a, a lesser-known Jimi Hendrix song. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was refreshing to hear uh, Jimmy in there too, because um, I I realized it had been a while since I've listened to Jimmy, so I was like, oh mm. man, I need to go back and listen. And great. especially a song like that, if it was something like Booty Child or All Along the right. Watchtower, yeah. it, it wouldn't give you those same like, oh, real, you know. Right. I mean, again, it goes to that whole it was a road good trip. Choice. Yeah, it's yeah, like that whole road yeah. trip aesthetic to it too. Is that you don't listen to just yeah, the hits. Just, yeah, you get into the, yeah. the mm-hmm. deep time. Cuts. Yeah, um, that's like yeah. the perfect time to discover the deep cuts too. Yeah, yeah. Because you got, you got time nothing else to do, just yeah. time to kill. Yeah. But um, yeah. So, is there uh, anything else you want to talk about, or should we? Uh, I think I got everything under the sun on that one. What about you, Dave? You got any specific takeaways? Uh, you want? No, to not anything really. More man, it was great to hear you talk about it. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the oh ratings. The ratings. Yes, the ratings. All right. Uh, Bryce, why don't you go first? Okay. Um, out of ten, um, uh, exploding. Mo- oh wait, there is one thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. Dave, did you f- laugh? Or what? How did? What did you think about the end of that movie, dude? Oh, the end of it. Yeah, okay, when, was, when was, Peter Fonda's bike. When Peter Fonda gets shot specifically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that surprised me. I thought it was going to be, like, the trope of, like, you know, oh, I lost my buddy during this thing, and then he has to go on with that for the rest of his right. life. You know, I thought that what it was going to be. That's how it was going to end. So yeah. seeing that really shocked me, kind of like, oh, so it's not going to end, you know, as yeah. cinematically stereotypical as you would expect. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, no, definitely. It, it shocked me, too, and I really liked the way they did that, and I liked the surprise, and I liked the fact that it ended up being that cut to from earlier where Fonda had daydreamed it you yeah know? Mm. but um but at the same time like seeing that motorcycle f- just suddenly fly <laughs> I laughed really hard and then well I didn't laugh until the credits started rolling because I was like what <laughs> that was yeah. it 
Um, but anyway, I loved it. I just felt like um, it was like um, it was one of those like movies that had an idea that was grander than the means they had to produce it. You know what I mean? Yeah. At, at certain points, and maybe that shot was like the idea and everything was all there, and I totally get it. But now knowing what you you know, I don't know. It's just kind of a it's kind of a a, a, a uh, what's the word like a heavy-handed uh, edit or something? Yeah. It just kind of made me laugh, you know. Because they just successfully did what would have been kind of that yes. shot where they shot him, it hit his body, he crashed yes. the bike, he exactly. Was yeah. So then the next time when they shoot Peter Fonda, just the body's nowhere and the bike just yeah, blows just up. Flying it's kind of like wait a minute, on fire. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it was it just was one of those strange. things where yeah, we're like someone had to do it first so that we could see like. Oh, that was cool, but maybe if we do it a little bit, you know, something like this, the, it would be the sleeker. Stunt guy like got seriously injured doing that first one, so they're like, <laughs> yeah, we can't do that yeah, again. Yeah. yeah, they only they only yeah. paid him. They only had enough money left over after all the drugs to pay him for one. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're like ah, the the audience will get it. Yeah, we'll fix yeah, yeah. it in post. Uh, yeah. This is 1969. We don't yeah, really have no post. post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought the the funniest part of the whole movie. I thought you were going to mention that. I think it was like the very first line Dennis Hopper had that like. I'm going down to Mardi Gras, gonna get me a Mardi Gras girl. Like, just, like singing a song. Like, yeah. right when it started, I started cracking. Uh, and there's so like, much, and there's so much that he says, he is just unhinged his whole character yeah, yeah. I, I can't like think of anything yeah he does good at being like that character yeah just too. fucking whacked out yeah like, yeah yeah which we'll get into my recast on that one but okay. um <laughs> oh i know yeah so uh um, i think i know yeah anyway uh right, well let's get into the, the rating the rating which i don't i should i guess i'll do a drop for that um uh out of 10 um 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 out of 10 hippies singing the wheels on the bus which <laughs> oh my god get me the fuck out of there if i ever end up in a place like that and that starts <laughs> happening i'm running for my life but anyway out of 10 hippies singing the wheels on the bus i give this movie eight hippies singing wheels on the bus Eight I liked hippies it. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Dave, what about you? Uh, yeah, I would, I would probably have to say a little bit lower, and it kind of would depend on the context. I think it's a movie that, like, at the perfect time, perfect day, it could be an eight or a nine. Yeah. But in general, I would say maybe like a seven. All right. Yeah, I was but I was gonna say seven just, two, but uh, yeah, but eight. I'm going. I'll just give it an eight. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot. Um, this movie has a lot of. It's definitely a feel thing. You got to yeah. kind of be in the mood for and it, and it's it's yeah, it's what it, it's what the movie stands for and what the movie caused. Yeah, and like it's it's impact on culture and right and filmmaking in general that give it a higher standing. I mean, it's in the AFI top one hundred, right? You right. know, but uh, you know, I don't know when they're gonna redo that. The last time they redid that was two thousand seven. Because it came out in '97, then they did it in 2007, and they haven't done it since. So I, this would well, be one no that would be <laughs> this would be one this would be an interesting one to see if it's stuck in the top 100. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I love this movie. So it's uh, we were talking about it earlier. This is one of uh, four baseball movies that we've done. We did League of Their Own. We did uh, uh, yeah uh, Field of Dreams. Yeah, Casino. Yeah, and um, 
Easy Rider. Again, like your wife said, not really a baseball movie. <laughs> baseball bats. That's yeah. sports. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know sports. But things okay? are getting hit. There's with a baseball, baseball bat bats, and yeah. something gets hit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Some, it's, very a, true. it's a. I don't. I was gonna say it's a short person's face, but like, is is he short? I don't know that. Uh, Who Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson's like all that short. I think he's taller than Joe Pesci. But yeah, yeah. There's ants that are taller than Joe Pesci. Yeah, and uncles. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, the, I don't know why ants are the short thing I can think yeah. of. I was like, no. Um, Joe Pesci, I'm pretty sure uh, any of my little Funkos are taller than Joe Pesci. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Paul Wall is is similar to an ant because he's low to the earth. So, But you don't get that reference, Jesse. That's for the H-Town boys out oh. there, you know. Anyway, I didn't um, get that reference either. You don't know that. You know that from Six and Sideways, <laughs> where Paul Wall comes in. I mean, said, I know that. Yeah. What's yeah. <laughs> what's really I, it's sad. Just, that that line? I don't know. That's one of those things where it's a line that. What's really I sad is you said Paul Wall, and I thought Paul Walker, and I was like, "What, Paul?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just didn't know his name. Names. Yeah. What's funny is we, me and Clint, actually ran into Paul Wall on said road trip across Texas. So so to bring oh, it all back yeah, to the movie, that's right, yeah. Yeah. At we Hushka's. saw Paul Wall stopping at a gas station on 71 on yeah. a long road trip. From Houston to Texas. or From, from Houston, Houston to, to Texas. Texas. <laughs> from Houston to yeah. Austin. The fucking Ruskas. Yeah. yeah. How about fucking Bucky's is putting signs up that are like, you can hold it. Bucky's is only 10 miles further Dude, than Ruskas. worth it. It's fucked up. Yeah, but those bathrooms are so Yeah, but Ruskas is like the... that. It's, it's the giant... Fucking corporation picking on the little guys. With I mean, that Bucky's is not a giant corporation. Well, they I think it's, it's, a little, it's a little beaver. They're, they're, it's, it's a little it's beaver. Local. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, sure. I love Bucky's. You rather Ruskas forever. Ruskas forever. And Texans know what we're talking about here. But anyway, um. So yeah, uh, we'll have to. Well, now you know. Time for our uh, other segment. Uh, now that we've given ratings. Dave, I'll explain this to you real quick. Now that we've given the ratings, uh, in a general sense, we we determine, uh, we give our opinions on if this movie is worth it, and you can't hear this sound, but I'm going to do a sound. Is it worth it, or is it the worst shit? What are the sounds? Recreate them for me. Uh, it's worth it, cha-ching, or worst shit, and then it's just a bunch a fart of fart noise. noises. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. Um... So, I mean, I'll go first. I'll say worth it. I give it yeah. a worth it. If if someone were to be like, "Man, I haven't seen Easy Rider. Should I watch this?" I'd be like, "Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it." That's what, what I say. What do you think, uh, Dave? Yeah, I think it's definitely worth it. I mean, like I said, at the you know the right moment, the right day, the right time, I think it could be you know an, an eight or a nine. But you know, right. I think it's definitely something everybody should watch. You know? Yeah, I know the the first time I watched it, I was like maybe 10 mm -hmm. uh and watched it it was one of the ones like my dad uh when we first got satellite and there was all these movie channels like the encore i think they're all encore now or whatever but it was like western oh action, right yeah. you know all, this, all things from like the 70s and before right and like this was one of them you know a bunch of kubrick and then uh you know like uh guns from navarone and a bunch of old westerns and everything and i remember watching this one and like really getting into it and then at the end being like what <laughs> like as a two year old, yeah. you're like, what? I don't watch movies where they die. Yeah, what is this yeah, about? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. 
It was like so yeah, everything was happy, all all happy movies and then it was like Charlotte's Web and Easy Rider. <laughs> Fuck those movies. <laughs> Fuck that. So you say worse shit. No, I say worth it. Oh, okay. And and just to be the you know, same the like one of the second or third times I, I ever saw it was in college. And like when you're in college and you're you know, freshman year, your classes suck. You know, you're a lot of core classes and I got to go to class one day and watch this. So yeah. it's like this movie's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot better. Like, oh, no, and Ash told me. Oh, actually, that's a little interesting. She was side in the class story. with me. Yeah. yeah, I on it was Friday night, and I was like, "Well, I gotta watch." Like we were about to go to bed, and I was like, "Well, I gotta watch Easy Rider." Uh, do you want me to put that on? And much to my surprise, she was like, "Oh hell yeah, Easy Rider! I'll watch that. I love Peter Fonda. I watched it with Chase, and I was yep. like, what? You'll actually watch this? All right, yeah. fuck yeah!'" So yeah, it was, was, that's right. She was, was in that good. class with me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but um, yeah, no, this is definitely worth it for me too. I, I think it's uh, it's quintessential viewing. Like you know, that's that's uh, especially for anybody that you know enjoys cinema. Yeah, as they say, cinema. So we got a three worth. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you want to get the numbers real quick? I told you. Yes. The budget was three hundred sixty thousand dollars, and you already know that it uh, was the number four. Uh, domestically for the year, um, and this is only a domestic. Domestic is the same as worldwide for this one because it was a smaller okay. release. Um, so opening weekend, what do you think it was? Opening weekend, well, it was this uh, is back July fourteenth, two thousand nineteen. So uh, what? <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the remake. Yeah, 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 yeah. the remake. Uh, although they did, uh, there is a sequel. Uh, called Easy Rider, uh, the way back or the journey home or something. Yeah, and it is uh trash, pure oh, okay. trash. It was made in like 2012 or 2014. Uh, some guy had bought the rights to it, and it uh, it's just it's unwatchable. It sounds like I want to watch it. It's un- unwatchable. It's not nonsense. even funny. Yeah, and it's it's totally the opposite. Like uh, like thought process. I mean, it is guys on motorcycles or whatever, but it's like. It's like America. <laughs> oh, what? Fucking uh, terrible. Yeah. Oh, so the hill, the Hicks are the heroes. Yeah, the it. Hicks are the heroes. Yeah. <laughs> they go beating up hippies and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, no. Uh, July fourteenth, uh, sixty-nine. Gotcha. Uh, but this is before the advent of the summer blockbuster. <laughs> um, as we know from J- when we did Jaws. We all learned. Everyone learned that Jaws was the beginning of. I mean, credited still, as the beginning. Movie of the still existed and still made money, but yeah. That all being summer, said, I'm gonna say it probably didn't. Did it have a wide release at first? Um, uh, for the opening weekend, yeah. Um, this is '60s money. I'm gonna say it made one million. No opening weekend did not. Dave, you want to give it a stab? Uh, I wouldn't even know where to guess. Yeah. I thought the jacket was going to sell for twenty million. <laughs> <laughs> Way off there. Seventy-four thousand. What? Jeez, Man, movies wow. did not make mo- money back then. <laughs> yeah, and you would think a movie that seems like that, like perfect for its time and the people that year, you'd think it would be accepted a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not like Greece doing like a fifties movie ten years later or something right. like you that. Also you also gotta know, remember kind of, that movies were like fifty cents. Yeah. You know? so yeah. Like, yeah. Cheap as fuck. Uh, yeah. The domestic gross. So keep in mind, yeah. 
number four, and seventy-four million is a really great opening weekend at this time. Seventy-four million, seventy-four thousand. I mean, yeah. seventy-four thousand was like that's a big opening weekend. Uh, so the domestic gross total, and it was this number four. Yeah, was how much? Uh, okay. So we're fifty cents a ticket. Budget thirty-six or three. Wait, three hundred and sixty k. Um, to be a hit, uh, and with that kind of an opening, I'm gonna say it made it grossed one point five million. Grossed. Okay, actually, the movie ticket price. I just googled it. Uh, in 1969, the average ticket price was a dollar forty two. Okay. All right. So Which how much did you say? You said a million. No, one point right. five million. No. So less than a million yeah, people. Yeah. It was a hundred and twenty-three thousand. It didn't even make his money back. Oh wow! Wow, not um. Oh, that's unreal. So it was a bomb. No, it was the highest. This can't be right. It was a number four bomb. <laughs> yeah, right. And it yeah, it, be, it was the number four most popular movie, yeah. and it didn't even make its money back. That's what it says. Wow, hard year for films. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck. I think that uh, that's got to be wrong. That's got to be. Wrong. Where are you getting this number from? Shit on the shit on the website. I'm getting on uh, IMDb. I'm gonna hold fuck on. IMDb. You suck. Your numbers are fucking bonk. IMDb. Uh, it's always been right before. I'm gonna look at box office. Gonna get a suit. <laughs> Your numbers. Are, it's always been right before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is surprising. If that's the truth. That, yeah, that's totally surprising. It must have made a lot of money back on, um, you know, licensing and shit. I guess. Yeah, it says one hundred twenty-three thousand. One hundred twenty-three thousand. Wow. You said one hundred seventy-four. Oh no, uh, you nope. said seventy-four thousand opening weekend. Yeah. So yeah. I, but that wow. was the. Uh, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, you got one hundred twenty-three thousand people going In to one see, weekend. Going to see your movie, basically. Yeah. I mean, a little bit less than that, but essentially, that's pretty successful. That's a lot of people, you know. That yeah, you, but it costs more than that. It's more than you can fit in a stadium. Well, they yeah, went over that's budget. Not successful. <laughs> they went. They went. Okay. According they went to over budget. Make money. Okay, according to uh, Wikipedia, its box office was sixty billion. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. That's yeah. some big fucking numbers from back then. <laughs> well. Yeah. You're saying seventy four thousand on the first weekend, and so from the first weekend on, it only made another fifty thousand yeah, for 50, every weekend after. Yeah, that's what that says. That, yeah, so that makes more sense, and it continued to make money after one week. But it still, has like not a lot of money. Yeah. Anyway, oh well. Yeah, this says, maybe well Wikipedia says sixty million. So. I mean, Easy Rider was released by Columbia Pictures on July 14th, 1969, so this right date, grossing $60 million worldwide. Worldwide? Yeah. Maybe that's like till now? Yeah, I mean, that so is, yeah, is yeah. now. With re-releases But it was shit. the fourth highest yeah. grossing movie of the year. I mean, was that just... Well, that's, I guess that's how the box office worked yeah. back then. But it, I mean, 360000 was a low... Um, well... Budget. What? Budget. What maybe, was, maybe that was supposed to be $123 million. That seems like a lot. No, that seems million. like a, yeah, a hundred million. That would have no, because Jaws was that would have already make over a hundred yeah, million, and that would have already broken. Maybe it's supposed Jaws to be like twelve point three. Yeah, maybe that. I don't know. Twelve point three. All right. Well, if you know what was Gone with the Wind's record before it was broken 
by Jaws or whatever. Uh, well, adjust because um, Jaws Jaws beat it without adjusting for inflation. Right. So, but, but I mean, like that—that'll give us more of a sense of how the box office was. You know, it, I mean, back well, then. The Even though that was, was still 30, 20, 30 20 years, years earlier. That, it was know, 39. Uh, let's see what they say on that one. Uh, Gone with the Wind had a uh, budget of uh, $3,977,000. $3,977,000. And a uh, opening, I mean, a cumulative worldwide gross of $12. <laughs> <laughs> Seems about right. Uh, no, this is two hundred thousand. So, Chaz. but I think that's that's to date. It's Twelve thousand, two hundred thousand is what it made. I mean, two hundred million. Oh, God. I am having trouble. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is late. I've been. Uh, I've been uh, hanging it's out. Late. The, it's noon. It's yeah, noon. I've been hanging out of the. The fire, the campfire, too long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You need to. You need to crash, man. You need Come to on, Chaz. You. Come on, Chaz. <laughs> he can't hear that. He just he thinks we're stopping. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's get on to the fucking uh, reboot re- because we got it. All right. Let's do this, this is time for the. Oh yeah. Reboot. Just do it once. Just let it go. I like doing the remix though. Yeah, but it doesn't sound. It sounds like I'm about to barf. Yeah, it just sounds like you're hitting the sound a bunch of times. It doesn't sound good. But when I remix it with the beat, it still sounds pretty dumb. Yeah, that sounds dumb. All right, Dave. So the way this it's works fun. is, uh, if they were to make this movie today, uh, who would play these parts? And I guess for the sake of argument, let's say it's still like it's the same movie. It's not current day. It's still 1969. They're just remaking this movie. It, it takes place, or the remake is happening now with actors from today. But the the movie takes place still in '69. Not it's not like making this movie yeah. about 2000. It's like a straight up reboot, and then we're just re- like, who would play yeah. it today? Who would play? But it you can't it? choose like 1992 Brad Pitt, you right. know, something yeah. like that. I know it's it's people today, right. like their age currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. the uh, like, yeah. how would we cast it if we were the casting agent or whatever? <laughs> yeah, uh, that kind of. Okay. It's, a, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. All right. So uh, let's do. Uh, stop it. Uh, let's do uh, the the top three, the main three. Uh, yeah. Wyatt, Billy, and uh, George. George. Okay. George Hansen. You want to start with uh, George? Yeah, we'll start with George. All right. Why don't you go ahead and start? Um, the one I haven't figured out. I think. That we got to go with the obvious, and he's sitting right here. Got to go with old Jason Alexander, a guy that uh, has a lot of experience playing Georges. Uh, uh, so that's my pick. That's my real fucking pick. Current day Jason Alexander. Current day Jason Alexander. This is why this is so hard with him sometimes. <laughs> I guess it'll fit with a goofy helmet and jersey. And stuff. Uh, yeah. Wait for me. Yeah, yeah, the whole time. Now, I don't know. Um, 
Uh, that's a good one because I don't know. It's it's hard to remember. Like Jack Nicholson was what like twenty seven or some shit at the time. Yeah. Let's so, uh, let's see here. So Peter Fonda was uh twenty nine. So like, yeah, they were all like thirty. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Late. Late twenties. Early thirties. Okay. So um, yeah. So for the George character, um, man, it's it's hard now because like you definitely don't want to cast anybody like a Marvel movie guy because <laughs> they're all yeah. You know, um. Yeah, uh, I mean, I have mm. I have a Wyatt. That's really as far as I, I mean. I have a Billy, and that's as far as I got because I'm having trouble with yeah. George and with uh, uh, Captain America. So, oh, uh, and then like everyone today is so today that it's hard yeah, to picture I know. them well, being. And, then, and, and like, know, what are we gonna whole, with, who's gonna fucking play George Zach Efron? No, no. What the fuck? Yeah. That's all we got. We got Zach so Efron. Let's just let's just focus Megan on. Fox. Let's just focus on it's bullshit. Let's just focus what on. What about Wyatt. no phones? Put let's just focus down. on. Um, I cheat. No, yeah, he always. I use the, the IMDb. Let's just focus yeah. on Billy and Wyatt. Okay, so I have a Billy, and maybe this will help uh, move it along. So for my Billy, as Dennis Hopper, uh huh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh. Yeah, you know, I like that. I mean, I could see him doing the counterculture thing, and you know, yeah. he could play the uh, the loose cannon aspect of it. And, yeah, uh, I mean, he's he really oh, is. I might a like great him actor. for George. No, I like it better for Billy. Good choice. I think he's better for Billy. I think. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll go with that. Yeah, I'm trying to get the meat and potatoes here. So, like, let's say George is out of the picture right now. We'll figure George out another day. Okay. Let's just stick with Billy and Wyatt, or Billy and Captain America. So. Dude, I got a good Billy if he could do it. You know, I think Russell Brand. Oh man, could do a good Dude, that's Billy. A good pull. I I forget Just about being him. a little out there. You know, yeah. I don't know how it would work with the with the you know dialogue, but he would. He he's a character could George. pull off that look. Yeah, actually, it could be a fun George. Except, could he? Because he's supposed to Tone be a little. Back. Yeah, it it would it, a lot would have to do with how much he could. Yeah, pull it back. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I can like just not, see him behind, behind a big fat mustache and being that guy, kind of, you know, pushing it a little yeah. bit. I I like that for, for Billy. Billy, so yeah, I still gotta stick so. with font with uh, yeah. with uh, yeah, both good choices. Yeah, that's um, a, that's a that's outside the box because I was not thinking British. But uh, well, he'd have to put no his reason. American accent on. I, I, I man, don't I think man, he, he has probably one. does. No, I doubt it. I um, doubt it. But that could be an interesting, an interesting call because he is, uh, yeah, he's a he's a big character for sure. Yeah. All right. So then, what about Captain America himself? Well, because I can't think of anybody. Just like you said, they're either, you know, I don't know, man. Here, hear me out on this one. All right. Chris Evans. No, <laughs> no, too no. Clean. Oh, no, but here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Too I know, obvious. First of all, you said I know you said you can't do Marvel people. First of all, second of all, I picked a Marvel guy who yeah, also I played know, Captain America. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But hear me out. If he grew his hair out a little bit, grew his beard out, you know, got some scruff. I going, mean, I've seen him put like, some sunglasses on. Or whatever, he has Peter Fonda's he's, but look. But he's not. See, the thing about and Chris he's like Evans tall, is you know? he's uh, first of all he's a little too big, but he doesn't have to be. I'm sure he could slim down. But uh, he's not. Like 
just that cool. Like know. that's the thing is that like like well and I mean it I don't mean like oh, Chris Whoa. Evans is it cool I mean like the, the, the iconic the way we that Peter Fonda looks Chris Evans. the Peter, the way that Peter Fonda acts and like just the air he gives is just like fucking cool like almost to the point where you know like I'll shit all over uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth and everything uh, you know I, I can make fun of him and everything like that but I know that if I ever met him I'd be like. <laughs> Oh yeah, man, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, you're really cool. Yeah. And like you can't. It's like George with uh, uh, the uh, Mimbo. Tony. Yeah, with Tony. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, yeah man. Let, let me yeah, be your yeah. best friend. Like I could see Starts that. Backwards. But he's the wrong kind of cool for this part. And that's who I was having a trouble, like nailing down that just like the person who is so counterculture. I think a lot of it is because there is no such thing almost as counterculture because it's so yeah. widely deviated at this well, point. Well, okay. Well then let's, let's think about those criteria that you yeah. just brought up, right? Like who is like of the time and who is, who is like kind of living, um, of the time and speaks of things of the time and, and, um, is like really known for having conversations about, See, you know I, I don't the think things that are going on now and yeah but it's and, a different who, style of who bleeds what like about what, what about what is james cool franco now. well no <laughs> that I, james I mean, franco's franco, wife actually if he, he would, wasn't well so chase chase hates james franco no i don't so hate you're james not going to convince uh, chase i, I james think franco. i think he could be the perfect like, i think it's actually really clean good. cut cute counterculture yeah guy. i think that's really good actually i think he could play it well he's canceled Oh, because of is he know, canceled? Like rape and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Alleged. what? When? Oh, uh, for right rape? after. Right after. Uh, or you know, whatever. It was. It was a Me Too thing. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. he was. Oh, he was part of the Me Too. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. So he's gone. Uh, <laughs> Can't use. That's the wrong. The well, wrong counterculture. Then, then we can go back to what I was gonna say. If if we're talking about because this guy is not canceled but, yet, but also we had Phil Spector in the original, so it's <laughs> yeah, terrible representation. <laughs> so yes, yeah. let's keep somebody canceled. So yeah, yeah. James Franco can play the, yeah. the connection, the coke dealer, and, uh, or the uh, coke yeah. buyer. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, I was gonna say someone that speaks of things of the time and who who uh, is ultimate cool uh, for today and is about the counterculture. And, is known for having these conversations about these things. I think it's well, clear we have to I don't go think with it's conversations. I think, I think that's it's, the wrong style. I think it's of clear cool. we have to go with Joe Rogan. And, uh, it's <laughs> I couldn't as see that. that. <laughs> there's like an fifty-year-old. There's like an even keel kind of calm, quiet guy, you know, vibe that you get from Wyatt. Like, right. and I know you would know what I'm talking about, Bryce, but like a Matt vibe that you get from Wyatt. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Happy go lucky. Like, yeah. adventurous but not like chomping at the bit right right oh absolutely yeah still but still kind of like you know keeps it to himself a little bit you know unless you you poke him and ask him or something mm -hmm. um I mean, that's, yeah. yeah that's a lot of what you get from the the captain america character is it's very uh internalized i think chris evans might still be able to pull it off and has the look for it. <laughs> i mean i mean i, I'm, I, I'm don't, just, I just don't see the look but that's the thing you You'd have to. You just kind of have to imagine a little bit the hair growing. No, I, I mean with a beard. I've seen it. Like with you have seen it. Yeah. Oh, he's been in. He's been in a lot besides Captain America. Yeah, I wouldn't uh -oh. know about that. We got iPhone here. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> 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 Fucking iPhone is hacking us. 
putting uh, yeah. ads on our shit. Uh, they're just mad because I covered my Apple logo with a movie app yeah. <laughs> I had to get it back in. Fuckers. Um, um, yeah, I, I mean, well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go I'm with kind that. Of at a, I'm kind of at a loss myself. So you got that. I don't really have an answer, which you know that sucks. But and, it's I, just, and I don't think James Franco's a bad uh, choice either. If, oh, I mean, you know, if he's he's canceled, we can't use him. Yeah. Whatever, but uh, it's all alleged. But you know, he knows? would. He <laughs> would. Um, if it's if it's not alleged, he hasn't come back. He would be able to do that artist, had so. he not raped people. You know, what I, I, mean? I don't even know what it was. I'm. I, I don't know, know that either, yeah, exactly. nothing ever happened about it. He just isn't in movies anymore. Gotcha. gotcha. And, you know, after he got that Golden Globe, they were like, oh, this all came out and now he's gone. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Well, you know, fuck him. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, they're all awful and they all fuck kids and everything. Yeah, allegedly, yeah so. that's true. This is true. It's Hollywood. They suck. That's true. You do uh, riffraff. Riffraff is why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chase is who that is. He, he doesn't get down with the. I, I know, I know Riff Raff from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, See, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one that I yeah. we need to do. Well, we should do that this uh, okay. Halloween. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I mean, I know that's kind of a a bummer to leave on because I just can't. This one's a hard one. It, yeah. It's, it's Hit the us whole up in thing. the comments now. What before we go though? What would be the soundtrack if like let's say if they were doing a remake the if they were no, if they were redoing this movie today yeah and it wasn't it was 2020 it wasn't 1969 yeah. what is that sound well you obviously have to get some grassman in there right dave you got to throw some jody in there is that yeah the i just now? don't think i don't think that like i think that like idea in and like what they were going for and what their vision of you know what they could do at their time i think that's solely something of that year yeah i don't think that's something that the youth of today even has or even the youth of like even when i was young and stuff i don't think that that idea of freedom but still being able to like make it on the road you know things like that i think that's it's it's hard to think like that's what songs point. would yeah, give me yeah. those vibes see All i agree with you me those vibes and i agree with day, you, you know? but like if I didn't, and I was a producer, you know, some like executive producer in Hollywood is like, I know what's the cool yeah. sound. It's just right. the whole the whole thing is is uh, they would remake Easy Rider, but it would be all TikTok videos. Well, like, I mean, I don't know if <laughs> if, if but but uh, Easy Rider was still very much doing like was being a part of their counterculture at the time, and so if they were going for that today and wanted to use some underground music yeah. then i'm sure there, there's some to. good cuts yeah. out there some good things they could find um, either but, that or the soundtrack would end up being terrible exactly to use, you know right. like hits that everybody knows right. and stuff like that exactly so it, it would depend on who's producing it i suppose like who's who's mm -hmm. the um who the studio is yeah and i think the the idea of like just the idea of a remake of this is like that's the wrong thing. Right. You know, yeah. Like no, the whole, you know, you're not like they didn't, they did this to, to, to make a message film, to, you know, yeah. to say something. And it was very specific to them. Yeah. And it's specific to their time to like, just capitalize, like to redo it as a product that's being sold. Yeah. Just to make money and everything. It, it goes against the, the grain of it. Mm -hmm. You know, so oh, dude, you know who would make a great George? Who? 
uh, the, I don't know his name, but I think you're going to agree with me on this. You don't know most names. So. Yeah. The guy that plays Ben in Ozark, season three. Ben? The, the dude, the fucking guy that makes that season the shit. The brother, Wendy's brother. Oh, oh God, I love that guy. I know. Yeah. I think he'd make a good... Or even maybe a good, still not good for Wyatt, no, but I like, a good George. I like George. George. I, think, I think that's great. I think he'd have fun. Yeah, with and him. like he was, I'd never seen him before. Right, I know. He Dude, was fucking, fucking amazing. Oh, we need. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that. I yeah. could see it. I could see it being done. You know, with like Chris Evans with some ninety-four-five The Buzz music. Yeah. Him and his buddies on like ninja cross rockets on the highway. Uh, I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was like motorcycles yeah, like, are ninja. Yeah, and motorcycles Wait, yeah, they have. Even, they have remade. Easy Rider, but just with cars, it's called Fast and the Furious, <laughs> and it's done. Like, no, it was it. with it was with uh, it was Biker Boys. Oh with, yeah, with Jane Cook. It? Oh no, they no they remade it. It was called Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's actually legit. Yeah, yeah. Is, that's Fucking pretty much sequel. what it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, <laughs> well, that's a good note to end on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, that wraps it up here. Um, Dave, uh, do you have anything you would like to plug? uh no no plugs thanks for having me thanks for uh making me watch a movie again it was awesome to you know have it fresh in my mind yeah well, like thanks. see it as an adult the whole thing in one sitting you know yeah, well, yeah. thanks for joining us we'll have to have you back on uh this was fun yes that um, was fun. i would i would to like plug, to plug Bryce? yeah as always uh jody c buddy stream jody c but in the world on mm-hmm. itunes and spotify we have a new ep out there that's streaming everywhere um and um and then also uh, very seriously, go check out uh, Clint uh, Denara Pill, uh, the new album, which should be out by now or will be out soon. Do you uh, have streaming everywhere? Can, I believe he's dropping it August twenty fourth. I think that's what you said last time. Yeah, there you go. That'd be a good new a new soundtrack for a redone of a uh, Easy Rider. That's yeah, a good road trip and music right there. Yeah, for sure. Listen to it and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it is very good. And like uh, Dave and I said before, we've been. Uh, Honored to be able to hear it uh, already, and it is very good, and we're very proud of our brother. So go check that out, and um, and then you know, like us on uh, Facebook, yeah, and Facebook, all that shit. Instagram, uh, Twitter at the Movie Gap. Uh, we're also on YouTube now, so check us out there. And uh, obviously, if you're listening, you know where to get us uh, in podcast form. But uh, you know who doesn't know your friends you haven't told yet so tell them to listen <laughs> and true. tell them about us and uh you know leave us some comments and we'll we'll talk uh, you know I, I literally have fucking nothing to do right now so if you're commenting yes. on any of our shit you will hear back from me fast <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um yeah so uh that's everything here uh all we have to say now is <gasps> Nom in space. Come on, Chaz.